Today's the day. Write a new story that you're the hero of. Dream big, be authentic, take action, and remember, be grateful for every moment. It could be your last. It's been a little bit, guys, since the last podcast, maybe just over a week, two weeks, and that's because I've been working behind the scenes on something quite exciting to me. It's a online platform for those that can't be a part of the BMF every single day, trying to compile all the information that I give out daily to people uh, on one online platform to create a better life, better lifestyle, better mental health, better weight management, just that health and wellness space. So yeah, it's a fair, fair challenge for me to put all of my knowledge that's in my head that comes out quite naturally sometimes onto firstly paper and then onto uh, contact, uh, content format. So yeah, I've been uh, working away at that daily and hopefully that will be up soon and I'll let you guys know about it as soon as it's fired and ready. But today, uh, I wanted to do a nice, short and sharp, I've said that many times before and it's gone for like two hours, so I've put a timer on right now, no longer than 40 minutes, uh, on something that has shown its uh, shown up in the gym really, really predominantly in the last couple of weeks, and I just wanted to go over it, and it is success leaves clues, all right? In the gym, uh, I like to say success leaves crumbs, all right? And the, the reason why I say it leaves crumbs is because you generally have to bend down and pick them up, all right? And that will be meaning that you'll need to take away all your ego and bend down and pick up all those crumbs that are, and watching someone else instead of just uh, sitting back and poking fun or trying to knock them down like... Most of Australians with a tall poppy syndrome, we know that we're bad for that. Um, You'll have to bend down and pick up the crumbs that they're leaving behind with their success. So what I'd like to do is just, yeah, just attack that uh, and just give you a few stories and a few experiences that I've just seen firsthand um, that I think are pretty powerful and can give you some space for some thoughts and maybe some growth. So with that being said... Uh, we have a six-week challenge running at the BMF at the moment, and uh, my personal opinion on six-week challenges is that I'm, I'm I'm very conflicted about them. To be honest, that's the that's my honest truth. I know that they are quite powerful. I know that you can get a, a good shift, a good change, but I also believe that our life isn't a six-week challenge. It's a whole journey, so we need to learn how to create habits that will last a long time, a lifetime actually, not a long time, a lifetime, not just six weeks. So I'm very, very mindful that uh, I don't get people changing dramatically, dramatically and doing things that they wouldn't be able to do continuously or build into their program and their week and their lifestyle uh, every single week. Or if they are going to go above and beyond to understand that their result will um, taper or or change as they come back off the backside of a challenge. I think they're really, really powerful, but I also think they can be a bit dangerous 
uh, getting people into like that six week mentality when it's longer uh, for a lifestyle, for a year or health is a lot longer than six weeks. It can be really, really powerful though in the sense that it can change things. It can get you super, super focused and get you to actually change something that needs needed, been needed to change for a very long time. And that's what I'm going to talk about right now. So success leaves crumbs. So I'm going to give you the crumbs, guys. Firstly, I'm going to tell you a story. Um, I've got three or four here. I'm going to tell you one. Uh, I've got a couple of stories that I could just sort of bounce off to help with the story building it up because I believe with the story uh, builds like a metaphor, builds a a space for your brain to see and picture it and then uh, you can build your experience off it as well and take some parts out that might look like what your life as well. So the story will be of someone leading the way and leaving crumbs for us to pick up. And then I'm going to give you some points, which I think are going to be really super powerful. So there's a guy in the gym, and you know what? I'm sure because I love him and he loves himself, um, he'll be okay with saying his name. His name's Mitch McCluskey. Uh, He's an absolute gentleman. Uh, He runs, sorry, he owns and runs um, three restaurants on the Gold Coast, um, Atsu, Iku, and Commune. From um, you know, the general sense, uh, very, very successful in all of those uh, business ventures, uh, very, very caring, passionate about what he does. He's just had a young child, uh, Ava, and you know, things are busy. If you... <laughs> If, uh, yeah, life is busy. He's got three three businesses, three restaurants, uh, lots of excuses if he wanted to make them. Um, he's got a breakfast restaurant where you um, go to in the morning, and then he's got two nighttime restaurants where there's alcohol involved, um, which was part of his issues around his weight management and his health and his mental health and physical health. So building a little bit of a picture there, if you ever see him, he's a big, massive man. Uh, handsome guy uh, um, that as is at one of those restaurants and you, he'll definitely give you the time of day because he's an absolute gentleman and um, say hello to him. His name's Mitchie. Um, and so he's trained with the BMF for 18 months. I've known him for over 10 years. Um, he has done some absolutely incredible things physically in the gym uh, over the last 18 months. Some incredible things. Some of them, you, it's hard to build a, a context around uh, without you knowing what it is. But like, just as an example, come in, couldn't do a push up properly, um, so and now he can do fifty plus uh, on the toes, chest to floor, nice and controlled, elbows in, uh, full control of the core. Uh, he come in being able to bench hundred kilos, and it was all wrong, so I had to pull him back changed his form, went back to 60, he's now back up to 135, Uh, the guy couldn't row to save himself and now he's broken pretty much all the rowing records in the BMF um, or what we chase after, all the standards, so sub 2k in 7 minutes, uh, sorry, 2k in sub 7 minutes, Um, he's done the row to death, he's done a thousand metres in three one-minute efforts with one-minute rest, which is one of the hardest ones you will ever, 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 ever do. Um, he's back running again. He's now Olympic lifting. Um, and when you see this big man, uh, it's quite impressive to see a guy do that. He 
went from not being able to do a lunge with his body to being able to do hundreds of lunges. Um, he hated burpees because he was he's so tall and so big. He's 120 plus kilos. Trying to get up and down off the ground was quite hard, being six foot plus. Um, and yeah, now and doing multiple sets, sets, sets and sets of burpees. Um, and one of his outlooks was to, if I hate it, I'll do more of it until I love it, which is pretty cool. So he's a pretty special guy. Uh, yeah, done some incredible things physically. But over 18 months, um, part of his goals to start at the BMF was to lose weight. Uh, not not uh, weight on the scales, body fat. Because um, he wants to be a big machine, and he is definitely well and truly on his way to that. Uh, he's he knows what he wants, and um, he's going to get it. But like I was saying, eighteen months he was in the gym. We spoke about this morning. He'd lost five kilos in eighteen months. He was training five mornings, if not six mornings a week, for one hour. And at the BMF, I like to train with a genuine high intensity, intent and purpose. So you get get results. But if you don't take care of things at home, you're not going to get uh, the results on the scales or for your physical appearance and your mental uh, mental uh, state as well. Because if you're having alcohol, drugs, uh, shitty food, it's going to definitely interrupt the way that you think and feel. So anyway, um, yeah, so 18 months, done really, really extraordinary things physically because he was training five, six times a week, and that was happening, but he only lost five kilos in that time. We started the challenge, and he was all in, fully committed, uh, asked lots and lots of questions, made some really, really strong decisions, uh, and then has just absolutely smashed it out of the park. Now, uh, this, he's a genuine alcohol drinker, uh, you know, won't go too far in how many a week, but enough, you know, we're looking on the edge of 20 plus alcoholic standard drinks a week, which is a lot, guys, um, whether you want to hear it or not, um, that's just how it is. Is the sky blue when, it's, when the sun's shining? Yes, it's blue. All right, uh, um, so we can uh, we can't uh, debate it. It's just how it is. Okay, so yeah, so twenty plus drinks on a good week, um, on average, and um, multiple amounts of coffee because he was uh, yeah used to bring in liters of coffee and drink in a day, uh, and just knew that they they were the two things that he really needed to attack because when he got rid of the copious amounts of coffee there's nothing wrong with coffee in its in its own right and there's nothing wrong with alcohol at times at a minimum risk there's definitely you know a lot lots wrong with it at that at that amount um but he knew they were the two places that he needed to attack and he took at them uh with a knife and cut them both out um quite hard to do very very hard to do actually you actually have a severe um Severe, you know, changes in feeling and all that kind of stuff. When that kind of when you go through that, uh, ramifications, I suppose you could call them. But now they're rewards for him. Now in four and a half, going on five weeks, he's lost lost seven point nine kilos. Okay, so in eighteen months of just training hard, five times a day, uh, five times a week, 
with um, alcohol, 20 plus a week, lots of co- uh, coffee. With that uh, alcohol comes shitty food, five kilos, five times a week, training hard. Six-week challenge starts, nothing else changes, still training the exact same amount, other the only thing that's changed is that he now gets to the gym 10, 15 minutes early because he's clear and um, uh, has a really, really good sleeping pattern now. So he can do probably 10 minutes or 15 minutes extra. Um, so the only thing that's changed is those two things, which are then have changed a lot of other things as well. But in four and a half weeks, guys, he's lost 7.9 kilos. Now, I've got a, a multiple of those people. I've got a um, girl, Corinne, who I've trained for a very, very long time, had lots and lots of issues around endometriosis um, and you know female hormones and was having lots and lots of trouble. And then we just she decided really she was, you know, she was getting frustrated with training, trying to tra- run harder, run longer, train harder. She's a new mum. She can't put all as much time as she wanted into it. And then she just knuckled down and we gave her some help with food. Bianca and I, um, you know, sort of forced our hand on her a little bit and she is just knocked out of the park as well. Uh, she's changed all her food. She's out of pain with endometriosis. She's lost kilos. She's lost body fat. Um, and But I've trained her for long, long periods of time before the physical change and, and uh, the intent to change now. So, you know, going back to Mitchie, you got to look at the success. All right, where's the crumbs? Okay, this guy trained five times a week, hard, hard. This guy's a beast. He goes hard. Uh, he wants to train hard too. It's not a, it's not a struggle to train hard. He wants it as hard as he can get it. Uh, and yeah, he got some great physical results. He was definitely getting some mental results from it, but there was things holding him back, and he took those out. And uh, he got a. He just look at it, 7.9 kilos in five weeks. Now, it could be 9.5 kilos. It could be 4.6 kilos. It's not really the 7.9. Uh, it's just comparative to the 18 months that we were going through. And what he did want is a shift in his body weight and body fat down. Um, but because he was t- taking some actions that weren't uh, helping him, then the results weren't showing, but he was training the absolute house down. And I'm sure you can probably sit back in the car or wherever you are now and think about that and you're like, fuck, I trained really hard, but I'm not getting any results. Well, there's one more step that you need to take generally, and it's a deeper dive into what you're doing to yourself outside of the gym. So, guys, I want to see, um, I could go on with those types of stories that I've helped and that I've seen, and I could name and rattle them off. And most of them go that way, guys, to be honest. The story actually is that they come in, they want to do it through training and train hard. They get physical results. They get a good shift of how they feel. Training makes them feel good. Good dopamine, good serotonin release. But they don't start to see the physical appearance changes that they were after when they first started until they started to really take a deep dive and they shine the spotlight on some of the stuff they're doing at home. So I'm super proud of those two guys that I um, just mentioned. Um, and I know now that the feeling they're getting after five weeks, continuous of that feeling, uh, they'd have to be bloody crazy to go back to where they were. So let's put it into some dot points for you so that we can chase 
and we can pick up the crumbs of success, okay? So first things first, what I've taken from these stories is number one, you need to get out of denial, okay? You need to get out of this state where we think we're okay, we think we're eating okay. You need someone of knowledge to take a look at what you think is okay, all right? You might not be wrong. You might be just in a bubble thinking that you are doing okay uh, when you're probably not. And that's not your fault because what you don't know, you don't know, okay? So first things first, get out of denial, okay? Get out of this state where, you know, thinking that, you know, 30 drinks a week is okay, thinking that a liter of coffee is okay, thinking that having, you know, snacks and chocolate and, um, you know, cake after a training session because you've earned it is okay. Uh, Earned it is not the right way. If you want to have a cake, cool, no dramas. You haven't earned it, you just want it, and that's how you need to get to. That's that denial state. The denial state says you've earned it. If you've earned it, you'd have to go and prime burn as much as you're putting it in, and it just doesn't work. It just does not work, guys. Losing weight is a lot more than you know, calories in, calories out, but it starts there, um, and then we can go from that point uh, and work closer on you know, nutrient levels and all that kind of stuff as well. But Okay, so getting out of denial. Secondly, you need to have intent I just watch so many people and it hurts my soul, hurts my heart, hurts my brain, just walking through their training with no or little intent for what they're trying to achieve. So Mitchie's intended, he has an intent, he wanted to shift these issues that were holding him back throughout the six-week challenge. Corinne wanted to get out of pain. She was sick of being in pain. She needed to find the answer. They have an intent. Pain Out of pain, drop weight. Out of pain, drop weight. They're my two intents. That's what I want to do. So I'm going to do everything I need to do to get those things, two things to happen. If I was to walk into a gym, so every little thing needs to have intent to it. If I was going to walk into the gym and we're doing chess, I'm having an intent of I'm going to try and lift as heavy as I can today. I'm going to try and get as many reps as I can today. I'm trying to work on my form as best I physically can today. I'm going to try and get a PB today. There needs to be an intent-driven uh process in what we're doing business meetings it needs to be intent business projects uh, relationships conversations uh, all that kind of stuff there should be an intent to it so you know you go into a conversation with someone with with uh just going in and you're gonna you're just gonna come out and you're gonna you know you need to address something you're just gonna come out with an argument if you go in with the intent of I'm going to try and not have an argument here and get to a point where we're both on the same page and I try and understand where their person's coming from and I'm trying to get them to understand where I'm coming from, I bet you come out with a better, a greater outcome. Okay, so intent. What's your intent? What are you trying to do? Stop hiding from you with the denial, right? Stop saying you want to get fit when you really want to get into a size eight swimmers. Stop saying, um, you know, you uh, you don't mind um, how you look at the moment when really you don't, okay? It's, it's all right. 
it's okay to look, be happy with yourself completely as well, guys. I'm just saying don't lie to yourself. Don't be in a denial state and then just find that really, really strong intent. All right? When we get that really, really strong intent, you then need to examine, all right, examine the areas in which that are holding you back from those that intent that you're after. You go in. I've been. Uh, I went to a seminar a month or so ago down in Sydney, and one of the you know uh, sentences he said was to shine a light on the issues, and I just like that. Shine the light on the issues that are you, that you're holding you back. Whether you drink too much, whether you don't sleep well, whether you eat shit food, whether you train too easy. Uh, whether you train too hard, um, which is probably one of the rarest ones, uh, um, yeah. Whether you don't have your right your um, priorities in the right area, all those types of things. Okay, so examine, examine what's going on. When in the podcast finishes, I'm going to leave you with a with a passage to have a think on. Okay, guys, we're around that examining your life. Once we've gone through. I've gone through the denial phase, started with some intent, and then we've examined our life. We need to take responsibility uh, of our actions, all right? Start taking responsibility of every single action that you are taking in the day, whether it be good or bad, okay, because that is what you are in control of. You are not in control of things that are happening to you, whether it's sunny outside or windy, um, whether someone's going to react how, for how you said something to them, uh, whether someone cuts you off, um, yeah, all those types of things. You need to just take control and take responsibility of your actions. Okay. And the last one there is just good information, guys. Okay. Once you have all this stuff, so you got in, you've got out of the denial state, you've started setting their good intent, good goals, you've examined where you're going wrong, you've taken responsibility of your actions. You need some good, genuine information around what to do. So Mitchie and Corinne just asked us with an open heart, with all these things taken out, so they took took themselves out of and and, uh, got out of the denial phase, took some responsibility on the actions they had been taking, and then they just needed some good, genuine, quality information on what to do next. And then all they did was just went, went after it, just go hard from there. And then after a little point in time, so maybe four to six weeks, you can re-examine and see if we'd, if it's creating a result from you, for you. Uh, if it doesn't, you'd be shifting that information and trying to find further information to create the shifts or create the results that you're after. Very, 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 very rarely in the BMF, um, have I had someone say to me, this hasn't worked after I've done it for six weeks straight, persistence, consistent with it, haven't missed a day, I haven't gone, haven't eaten really, really well for three weeks and then on the third week I went and got myself absolutely blind and upside down and ruined it all. I've actually genuinely ate well, uh, slept well, trained well for six weeks straight and didn't get a result. It's just not real, guys. It's just or the information that I'm giving out is incorrect. Um, And as I said, uh, fortunately for me, that hasn't been the way ever, all right? So because we're on to something, because I learn and I constantly learn from the best, okay? 
I don't uh, bring fake information in. I know I won't answer a question I don't know the answer to. I don't make up answers, uh, and I don't try and falsify things when I don't know the answer to it. If I don't know, I'll go and find out, and I'll go and find out off the right sources or the people that I think know best. Okay, guys, so there's our dot points. We're at 22 minutes 40. I'm smashing this one today. So what I'm going to leave you with is a little passage uh, about examining our life. All right, guys, so I think it's a massive point that I brought up before around you know creating success for yourself. And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you want success in mental health, physical health, uh, relationships. We're we're a health and wellness podcast. So someone asked me today, actually, um, he said, "What what's you know what's your podcast about?" And I just said, we, we, I'm working in the health and wellness space, trying to help people uh, with their uh, problems and trying to find solutions and helping them through experiences and stories. And that's it. So if you're listening, success to you at the moment, you're, you're after success in your health and fitness, uh, your relationships, your mental health. Okay, guys? So um, just know that you're coming to this podcast looking for information looking for a solution to a problem. Whenever I go about my way now with my business, I'm looking at trying to solve a problem for someone. That's where the best value is. That's why I'm trying to create a platform that will help more people solve the issue of bad health. Hmm. That might be my little mission statement. Anyway, (laughs) so I'm going to leave you with this passage. This passage is built so that you go and think about it, okay? It just gives you a space of thinking. It uh, gives you something to ponder on. Uh, I heard Jordan Peterson say a couple of weeks ago that reading is really, really powerful and really, really um, important, and it creates a space different to a YouTube video or a, po- a podcast or a Uh, conversation because your body, uh, sorry, your mind reads the passage and then thinks about the passage and then rethinks over it and then rethinks over it. So something that I'm going to try and do in the podcast is leave you guys with questions or leave yourself with a question that you can rethink over and rethink over and rethink over and try and come to that solution there or try and create whatever it is that you need out of that passage. Okay, guys? So... This is from a book that I read every single day. It's the Daily Stoic, something that I believe wholly and solely in, and I believe there should be more um, people following the philosophy of Stoicism, and that's going to be a podcast upcoming. I want to try and nail that one out of the park, but we're still on this one now. So here we go, guys. It's called The Progress of the Soul. To what service is my soul committed? Constantly ask yourself this and thoroughly examine yourself by seeing how you relate to that part called the ruling principle. Whose soul do I have now? Do I have that of a child, a youth, a tyrant, a pet, or a wild animal? To what are you committed to? What cause, what mission, what purpose? 
What are you doing? And more important, why are you doing it? How does what you do every day reflect in some way the values you claim to care about? Are you acting in a way that consistent that's consistent with something you value? Or are you wandering unmoored to anything other than your own ambition? When you examine these questions, you might be uncomfortable with the answers. That's good. That means you've taken the first step to correcting your behavior to being better than those wild creatures Marcus Aurelius talks about. <laughs> um, it also means you're closer to discovering your duty calls you to do in life. And once you discover, you've moved a little bit closer to fulfilling it. All right, guys, I'll leave it with you. Onwards and upwards. We'll be back next week.